Did you know that Hawaii is a palindrome? <laughs> it's the same forward as it is backwards. It is, that's crazy. Disturbing the peace with some peace of mind. Sleeping in jeans, I'ma need a night. OD on the cheap advice. OC on the cheapest flight. Lately, I've been on the move trying to get to something. But I told her I've been running just to see the sights. Just as we finally got our audio set up all dialed. Here we are once again. There's the wind. So sorry in advance for the poor audio quality. If you are an audio listener, or if you're any listener, welcome back to Friends with Benedict's Breakfast Around the World, where we finally had breakfast somewhere other than Colorado. The whole point of the podcast, we, we're doing it. <laughs> we are coming to you live from the Honolulu Airport. <laughs> Our our cameras are stacked on our bags. We've literally been here for one week, and we've decided to record the podcast one hour before Schaefer has to get to the airport and catch a flight. Um, it's just been too good of time. Like, pretty much since the first day, we've been saying, we got to record a podcast. Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. And then just have too great of a day every day, so we kind of waited till the last minute and there's been a lot of downtime there's been plenty of time where we're just chilling but it's like you can't do anything other than just like be like i'm on an island like i can't do anything <laughs> yeah totally any downtime is just recovering from the uptime we had yeah um but it's been good it's just we're, the only reason we're here is because kind of had an opportunity to so we took it <laughs> yeah and it's been great um gosh remember last week when i had some story that was so boring <laughs> uh-huh. and I, I it turns out i had another story from that day that i was gonna tell and i just forgot i forgot the, I so i forgot it and then i told the wrong story oh right so i've been really excited to tell this story oh good we've been waiting <laughs> I've been waiting for the intro story. I think it fit a lot better in the last week's conversation, though, because I think if I remember, we were talking about places or something. We were talking about, like, I don't know what we were talking about. Basically, uh, there's something, especially since we're in Honolulu. Okay, I know how to link this. Mm, okay. Okay, there are nice parts of Hawaii, very resorty, very, uh, I, yeah, just like chain restaurants. Everything's expensive, but really beautiful. Palm tree roads, really clean sidewalks. And then there's like this sort of grungy, um, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's like the local culture that lives outside of the resort. Yeah. And uh, there are definitely different kinds of people. Some people prefer the more clean resort side of things. Some people, myself included, prefer the more being in a place where people actually live feeling likewise uh, yeah yeah so one of the places real quick in colorado that people just do not like (laughs) is grand junction it's such a dingy i don't know it's just not it's just very dirty Mm. um and i don't even know if it's local culture so much as it's just like a lot of crack (laughs) yeah but I don't know why I love I love Grand Junction, and uh, last week 
or whenever I was there a couple weeks ago when I was there. And this story has no point. But I was talking about how it's just the perfect place. Like stuff just happens all the time there. Kind of like Denver where it's just like random stuff just happens and it's not necessarily good things. It's just things are happening there. Uh-huh. And I was I was telling someone this because we'd been up really late and we were at my friend's house. And uh, and I was like, yeah, Grand Junction, just something about it. And I was telling them this exact same thing. I don't, I can't even put words to it. And it was 1 a.m. because we had just gotten back from doing something and we were getting ready for bed or whatever. And I was like, really quick, I gotta grab something out of the car. So I opened the front door to the house to go get something out of the car, which is parked just you know, 10 feet away on the side of the road. I, and I opened the door and there's a guy dressed in all white <laughs> is standing outside the house. And literally a nanosecond after the door peeks open, he just goes, fuck you. <laughs> I have no idea who he was or what he was doing out there. And then he just walks away. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I was just so excited to tell you about that. And that concludes Schaefer's intro story to the pod. At this point, we've come to just expect whatever random story from the week you got. At the well, intro okay, the now I feel terrible no. because now I feel terrible because last week I remember it was such a nothing story, and I was like, oh no, there was a point to all of this. And now I finally, after a week, I've gotten the release of telling the story, and it still was dumb. It's just hilarious because you're from a tiny town where you know everybody, you see the same people, so it's pretty wild if a guy just yells fuck you when you go to Gunnison. When you live in Denver, that's just a normal day. (laughs) That's just a normal day. You're walking through the town and someone just randomly yells fuck you. It it wasn't that, it was the timing of it because I was just telling someone that. And then, I mean, it's one o'clock, there's no one outside except this one guy who's just waiting. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that is... That is a pretty, pretty movie moment. And it was—I sure. mean, it was a nanosecond after I opened the door. <laughs> oh. It was like it was like our lives had been moving towards each other this entire time, and it finally—that's amazing. Anyway, okay, sorry. That's the end of I know story. it was great, dude. I, I loved needed it. Needed to get that off my it's chest. It's also just a great. Um, that's a great little taste of what you're gonna get the rest of this episode because. Despite what you may expect, despite how off the rails some of our podcasts have been, we typically have some sort of outline, some general idea of where we're going, what we're talking about. This time, not at all. We don't have anything. We've literally just been like going to the beach, snorkeling all week, boogie boarding, hanging out, and just now at the drop of a hat decided to record a podcast. So it's going to be a loose one. I'm sorry. If this is your first time here, um, you're in for a real loose, wild ride, so. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> um, so, I thought you did say you had some some general topics we could talk about, or we could tell some of the ridiculous stories that have happened to us I'll this I'll warm week. us up with something that I read about or I heard about. Um, I'm going to try and do this without... Can you exit the voice memo app without ending... I don't have the notes app anymore. Oh, please sing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, we oh. got to tell that story. Yeah, we do. Of why Schaefer has a brand new phone currently. Should we just tell that now? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, while Schaefer's pulling up his his notes, I got a brief, brief fun story. Now it's my turn for okay. the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
our first day here in Hawaii. We're just kind of wandering around, figuring out what to do. We stumble across a tiny little cove um, that was protected from the ocean. So it was just still water. It was like ankle height. So I decided to just wade my way out to this little rock in the middle of the cove. And shortly after, Schaefer follows me to this little rock in the middle of the cove, but he has pants on. So he rolls up his pants and we end up on this little rock in the middle of the cove. Schaefer has a dad cam in hand, filming some vlogs, having a good time. And out of nowhere, we see a tidal wave crash the outside of this cove that splashes like 50 feet into the sky. Oh! <laughs> no, no, no. What is happening? <laughs> and immediately we were just started figuring out what to do because the water starts slowly rising around us. We keep seeing more and more waves crashing into the cove. It was like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> The water was rising yeah. so fast. <laughs> yeah. And we're on this stupid rock. We're stranded on a rock in the middle of this cove. Oh, I don't know, dude. It's getting higher. It's definitely getting higher. <laughs> I don't know if I should wait it out. I know, I know. So we're trying to decide whether the tide is rising or if it's just a set of waves and it'll settle back down. And uh, basically, our, our little island that we're standing on continued to shrink and shrink. So we had to bail, start wading through the cove, and it instantly goes up to like chest height. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, when we walked out there, I was looking because it was only up to my ankles. <laughs> Yeah. And so and we we're standing on the rock and I was like, well, it couldn't have risen that much. So I'm like, okay, we got it. Oh, and also we were having the conversation, should we wait this out to see if it goes down or yeah. should we? And I was like, no, we got to go now. It's only getting higher. And so I step off the rock into the water that was ankle height and it goes up to my nipple. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's chilling out. No, it's not, dude. The whole... <laughs> All right. I guess it's time. Oh! <laughs> Oh my phone! <laughs> the water got so much higher! With his pants on, with a dad cam in hand, and a t-shirt on, like fully clothed. I'm so wet! Yeah. Glad I wore canvas cotton shorts. Don't even talk to me about your shorts. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Pants guy. <laughs> So this is our first day just looking like absolute kooks and uh, Schaefer's phone was in his pocket and even though it claims to be waterproof, it did not it was survive. was not waterproof. <laughs> yeah, so the first, uh, first beach experience, phone got nuked um, and so, but my notes app did sink so when we're ready for the story, yeah, so I've got the story. <laughs> that was the backstory of why Schaefer's new phone potentially didn't have notes, but but man, what a good week, man! Like without a phone, it really well. Well, you know, I'm yeah. here. With, I'm here with you. I'm here with both my older sisters. They have connection to my parents, so like if anything happens in the family, it'll get relayed to me right away. Mm -hmm. So I just had this amazing week away from technology, sort of impromptu, like. And then that all built up to me having to buy a seven hundred dollar yeah. phone. It, that was pretty sick, and like. 
you said yourself you're like i don't need it other than the airport like yeah you were kind of stoked on having no phone um but yeah obviously traveling at the airport would suck without yeah. one yeah but. so we timed it so i didn't have to buy the phone till like the second to last day and yeah now we're at the airport and back to real life back to non-hawaii life hawaii life is good life man <laughs> did you have a good time man i did i had such a good time and it's almost like it's one of those things there's just too too many stories to even tell i know and that's why it's so special too it's like they're only ours you know <laughs> and we don't have to tell anybody we don't have to any tell anybody <laughs> this is just between you and me <laughs> and that's what it's all about <laughs> you and me it was cool like it was the first it was just such an interesting group of people because i don't get to travel with my older sister well either of my sisters really at all and so they were both here and then my little sister's friend was here and you were yeah i somehow just ended up on the nickel Nickel family Family vacation vacation. (laughs) you really i don't know how i ended up here but i'm glad i did (laughs) yeah yeah what was that experience like was it pretty functional it was awesome outside we had a we had a minivan that held all six of us and everyone has different personalities and different wants and desires which was great because it just meant we got to like we got to do we all got to do things we wanted to do and all got to do things we wouldn't normally do which was Uh, the best because you just yeah we wound up in so many places like that i didn't sort of expect to be like if you and i were traveling we went places you and i wouldn't seek out and it turned out everything we did was just so fun. Yeah. All those memories we have. <laughs> All the stories. Should we chat about a like a theme that people could relate to rather than just telling our Hawaiian stories? You know what I mean? Yeah, because right now it's kind of like when your cousins have like a slideshow of their trip to Greece. Yeah. And they're like, and this is when this was when Lewis talked to the Pope. <laughs> and this is when Yeah. Like Caroline ate spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to just put everyone through random vacation stories, but I mean, we could talk about one of the many potential video ideas you and I talked about. Like we were talking about how sometimes you don't, when you post a piece of artwork or you make a piece of artwork, it doesn't inherently mean you're proud of it. We could talk about that. Yeah, we could talk about. We could talk about uh, that for sure. Um, wait, what was your topic in your notes? At oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry for the. <laughs> we're going all over the place. In my notes, I saw a video before we left for Hawaii, um, and it, I think it was just titled something like "an interesting YouTube commenter" or something along those lines. Mm. And basically, mm-hmm. it's the story of this guy. And the only thing I wrote in my notes was his username. Let me look it up really quick. It, so this guy's username is PixMix4, P-I-C-S-M-I-C-S-4. PixMix4, okay? Okay. So a guy that's not PixMix4 uploads just a random garage, or not garage band, um, yeah, garage band. Rocks, what's the video game with the guitar? Rockstar rock hero. St- rock Ro- star. Guitar hero. Rock- guitar hero. Rock- oh, guitar hero. Yeah. <laughs> he uploads a guitar hero video of just some... It was a Stroke song. I don't remember what song it is. Oh, okay. Um, kind of one of those YouTube videos you'll land on that 
it's just like someone just uploaded something like in 2006 and it just lives there well this kid like for some reason just loves this video and is leaving all these comments like this is such a great video i love watching it really? and then a couple days later he comments again and he's like i don't know why i just really like this video come back to it a lot over the last couple days <laughs> and then a couple days later again like i just really this video is so good great job on the song well he keeps doing this <laughs> for like 20 years or something really? like that. Yeah, I wish I knew exactly how long Whoa. it was, but we're not allowed to Google stuff and I don't want to lose the podcast. <laughs> but he keeps coming back commenting over and over and over. This video is, the only views it's getting is from him. Yeah. And he slowly is like, sort of like posting like life updates. He's like, life is getting pretty hard, no but it's way. really good to come back to this video. <laughs> yeah, and it goes on and on That's and on. That's beautiful. Right? Well, so anyway, the uploader comments and is like, it's like, are you good? Like, I'm kind of scared. Like, and he's like, he's like, no, no, I'm good. I just come back to this video a lot. I like it a lot. You did a great job on this song. And it's just a kid playing Guitar Hero. Yeah. Wow. Well, so anyway, fast forward, some guy on Reddit finds this video and posts it to just like the YouTube subreddit. And so then this video starts getting all these views because people are going to see <laughs> this comments. log of comments Whoa. that just goes years and years and years and years back. And people start replying like, hey, PixMix4, I hope you're doing good. I really hope life is getting no better for way. you. I hope everything's going well. Like best wishes, friend, all this stuff. All these people, like 40,000 comments all of a sudden. People just supporting this Pix Mix guy. No way. <laughs> and uh, they're wishing him the best and all this stuff. And people are like, where is he? You know, like, when's the next comment going to come? So not that long ago, like a couple months ago, Pix Mix 4 comes back and sees all the replies, right? And he leaves this comment. I almost feel like I have to Google this because I want to read his comment. Can yeah. I read his comment? I was yeah. going to copy it into my notes, but I, I think didn't. that's fair. Okay, okay. I think the no Google rule is more so for when you're like wondering about something and there's like a fun mystery to yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Like if we're talking about how long it takes to get to the moon, it's way more fun to not know and ponder. But yeah, yeah in this case, I'll give you a pass. So let me just read you some of the picks mix for comments perfect oh excellent good song good play good 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 uh this video has really gotten me through a lot of years of schooling really thanks again for this amazing piece of art life is insane managing hard but this video unwaveringly brings me oh. peace and are all these like months or years apart yeah that was three years ago oh. um this one's seven years ago. Never take this video away, man. This gets me through life. No way. So he's commenting forever and ever and ever. Well, so then anyway, two months ago, he leaves this comment. After he sees like everyone. All of the Reddit the comments. traffic. Yeah, all the Reddit traffic. Uh -huh. He says, uh, not sure exactly what's going on. And to be honest, I'm a mess of emotions right now. From oh, no. absolute confusion and a sense of joy. <gasps> Um, Picks me. While I understand this is a public video, I never actually expected it to be found, let alone so many at once. It would be a lie to say I don't feel a little embarrassed. 
I apologize no. if this is bothering you. I hope it isn't. I didn't mean for any of this to blow up suddenly. And I cannot speak enough thanks of, or enough thanks and gratitude for the warmth everyone shared with me. These are words are I have never heard and attention I have never had. I haven't cried since I was in high school 15 years ago. Not even when my father passed. But oh today I shed a few tears. Thanks, Max. I want to share that the last 10 years I've been through have been in a much better place. I have courage in life. I did not before and it has helped me find work, a place to live, and a life of my own for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Thank you so much for your concerns and for your love. I was in high school when I first found this video. I favor favorited it to watch uh, often and practice my rock band drums. This song ended up being my first and only FC I accomplished on, F on expert drums, which I'm guessing is full completion or something. Oh yeah. This video was briefly lost uh, to time as my YouTube favorites list grew and I had less and less time to spend online. But after accidentally rediscovering it and seeing my own young self silly comments from years ago, I felt a strange sense of bitter nostalgia. A lot of things in life had gone south quickly. Um, and that was the moment I realized just how suddenly and quickly I had aged. I browse YouTube in bed on nights, have trouble sleeping. Whenever that happened, I just visit and leave a comment. It was an echo into the void, and I think I found comfort in nothing echoing back other than the sound of a familiar piece of music. Uh, today, as if uh, today it is as if the 15 years of echoes all came ringing back at once, and they were more caring, loving, and pow more powerful than I anything I ever imagined. I don't know what to say. Thank you. I will return uh, the spirit of encouragement uh, and support back to you all. Multi multifold larger if I can I travel a lot for my work now so I can't sit and browse often but I have read every single comment here I thank you specifically for this platform I seriously don't mean to be creepy at some point I was like what am I doing here too <laughs> while leaving yet another comment I will visit whenever I can oh my god I okay first of all that was a roller coaster because at first I was like oh this is gonna be a fun little internet story yeah and then it just got so beautiful and so heavy. Wow. Uh, How did it make you feel? Well, at first, I was like, oh, that's funny. This guy was just kind of like, had a fun little troll. Not even a troll, but just to like, let's picture it just being someone like, that'd be funny to comment consistently on a nothing video. But then the more you hear his comments, and especially that final monologue, the more I was like, this dude's for real. This is like, this this guy's not joking around. Because <laughs> there's definitely some people that just get their kicks out of like being goofballs in the comments. That's section. exactly what I assumed it was too. Yeah, but I do you think that's what he's doing? Because I think it, he seems for real by the end. No, I think like, it's totally real. I think yeah. it's completely sincere. Yeah, I think so too, which makes it so beautiful. Like. I'm always so blown away that there's just these corners of the internet that, like, how many other videos has Reddit not blown up that have something like that going on? I just know, this, like, I know. Beautiful just little... this little world. Well, it just it kind of reminds you that specifically on YouTube, all those commenters mm -hmm. and everything, like everyone you see that that all the likes on the posts, all the comments down below, whatever, they're all people with whole lives yeah. that are unfolding like at the same exact time as yours. And then you blink and 
for both of you, it's all over. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. That was the thing that I felt that like hit me the most when he was like, mm -hmm. same. It's like the video gets buried and then he revisits it and realizes, you know, seven years have gone yeah. by and it was just, he was just a dumb high schooler. He just, for some reason got latched onto this video. And, um, I don't know, you know, it gives me that same sort of like nostalgia. The fact that we just had the best ever trip in Hawaii mm -hmm. with my family and, and you know, I will blink and it will be seven years yeah. have passed and I will look back on this trip. And I hope to have that same feeling of just the overwhelming gratitude of like, you know, like, like he said, it feels like, especially when you're uploading at, at my scale on YouTube, it does feel like you're just, you're just putting stuff out there just for the sake of putting stuff out there. It's like, it's just mm. something you have to do. And yeah, you know, I, it's really cool that he had this, like he said, like it all echoes back all at once and it, it's just love in the end, you know, seven years go by, lots of pain, lots of hardship, but at the end it all just boils down. It's like, you know, it's just love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that like, I don't know, the time capsule aspect of YouTube is so cool when it's at least from a, from a poster's perspective, it's really easy to like get bogged down and, and not want to make stuff. But then, yeah, when you do have that time capsule and be able to just see a video that you made six years ago, like that's really special. Um, but also in like a, a different direction is just, I really like, like when I get comments like that on my YouTube channel, certain times like a comment will just pique my interest enough that I'll just go to the person's profile and see what they're up to. And there's something like undescribably special about seeing someone else who commented on your video and seeing them post a song of them singing a song on guitar or, you know, it's like, they're not a YouTuber. They just happen to have posted a few things on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, you get a you get tiny this, little window yeah, into their life so, and their loves. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's like, the, it's, it's so strange because it's like, I don't know if you can even call that a, I guess it is a human connection, but in such a strange convoluted way where like they saw your work, left a comment, and then you saw them singing a, a song on yeah it's such a weird interaction with the person you'll never actually interact with yeah ah man the video idea that we were uh talking about a little earlier that i had was people have this assumption when you do anything creative videos or painting or you know both my sisters tori and bailey are are artists there's an assumption that you're like if you publish something if you put something out there if you show other people there's a grand assumption that you're proud of it. It means, yeah. well, you're willing to share it, so you must be proud of it. And what I feel like this story so well sort of like sums up is the fact, like he says so himself, he's like, I'm kind of embarrassed that everyone can see all this stuff I put out there. I just had to put it out there. Yeah. And that's totally how the creative process is for me currently as it stands is like, there are things I just have to release. Mm -hmm. You know, creativity, and making things is just this almost uh, therapeutic thing I have to do in order to stay grounded. 
Yeah. And that doesn't mean everything I publish I'm proud of. That doesn't mean every comment I'm gonna leave on the GarageBand video is something that I that I want everyone to see. It's just something I need to leave somewhere other than inside me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel similarly? Yeah, absolutely. It sounds so corny to say. Sorry, the wind just got really yeah, crazy. I'm so sorry if the wind's noise is brutal, but... Um, it does, it sounds really corny to say, but I really think like at a certain point, creativity just takes on a mind of its own. Like there is a point where you feel like you're forming the idea and you're making it. And there's other times where it's just like, this is becoming what it is. And I'm responsible for just wrapping that up, letting it be what it is and, and putting it out there, you know, totally. Like, like you have this idea of what you're going to make but it never comes out like you plan. It, it always comes out different than you expect it to. So in that sense, it's, it's got a mind of its own. Um, and, and so, yeah, there's, there's that aspect of it where you just have to hope for the best and let it be what it becomes. But there's also the aspect where I've had videos that I didn't like even when I immediately posted them and still certain people will say this is my favorite thing you've ever made yeah like i watch this all the time i love it like just like this rock band video you have no idea how it's going to be received <laughs> yeah well that's that returning echoes thing that he mentions in his comment is like i don't think it's essential to get all of the feedback that that he got because i consider right. i consider that a creative act the pics mix comments you know uh-huh yeah it's kind of a little yeah. mini work of art. It's like a mini documentary. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, track thing. Yeah, like, and I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think the point of all of it is to eventually some somewhere fourteen years down the road get a bunch of feedback all at once. I think the point is, it's just like it's you let go of it. You know what I mean? And, and you know, one of the comments that I get a lot on my videos is like, I don't understand how you get so few views, but consistently still put as much work into it as you do. Like mm. I'd expect the quality to drop parallel, you know, like the effort to match the amount of views you get or whatever. Yeah. But it, that's not even what it's about though. The thing is like, it's about just doing it because I, you because have to you do have it. To. Yeah. 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 Totally. There's a music bed documentary called Make, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> but, but the slogan of the video is, it's a it's a documentary about the things we make and the things that make us. Oh. And I thought that was the most brilliant slogan because that's totally how it yeah. is. Yeah. Do you want to give us your full review and My rating of that documentary? My favorite part of the Make documentary <laughs> was the part where um, there's the guy who is a is the guy who makes all the commercials for Lay's potato chips, and he says. They, people think it's just videos about bags of chips. But to me, hold on, there's wind. Pause <laughs> oh, for dramatic effect. Yeah. God, it's such a good part of the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says, to me, the only bag of chips I'm cracking into is the feeling of making another video. <laughs> Wait, the, oh, because he's the commercial maker for Lay's Potato right. Chips. Got it. That part will make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the part where they have to make the logo for the restaurant. And they end up making one that just looks like a big, a big hand. And they go, this is no good. 
let me go back to the drawing board. And then they go back and then they make the one that looks like a bunch of eggs that spell out the word restaurant. And then they win that award. <laughs> it's such a good show. Man, my favorite part of the make documentary is the guy that builds sandcastles. Yeah, um, that part. And he, he talks, like people always ask him, you're crazy, man. You put hours and hours of work into these sandcastles just for them to be destroyed. Yeah. And he says, I'm only training for sandcastles on the moon. Whoa, I totally forgot about that part. Yeah, you probably thought he was going to go into a beautiful soliloquy about... About how nothing lasts nothing forever. Nothing lasts forever and yeah. all artists It is that... But. It's kind of that when he... When he he kind of zigs when you think he's going <laughs> to zag. Yeah. And that just kind of sticks with you in a way that nothing else in the make documentary really does. Other than... That's true. The part with the potted plants, mm. where there's the guy that pots plants for... Um, for the for re- for the tables on the oh, restaurant of the guy who has part. to make the logo for the restaurant. Yeah. And he keeps putting poison in them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this is not working. <laughs> and it's just after creative repetition, dude, it's just that he figures out <laughs> that he needs to not do the poison anymore. Yeah. That was beautiful. Dude, the sequel was crazy, too. Where... Destroy! The guy actually... <laughs> destroy, yeah, exactly. Where the guy actually is making sandcastles on the moon. And he's like, Little, did you know, this was my plan all along. Because I have a remote detonator prepared to destroy the Earth. That was so crazy. I always forget about that part. <laughs> And then remember, tell me how it ends, because the ending is so good. Yeah, well, he has his thumb. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen Destroy, the sequel the music, to the, the docu- <laughs> documentary, he's sitting there in this beautiful sandcastle he's made all by himself. Right. He has the detonator in his hand, and then he goes... He's got the whole world. And then he starts crying. Right. Right. As he's singing that, he starts crying. Right. And then the guy holds up the microphone (laughs) to him, and it's broadcast in Times Square. (laughs) And there are kids that are all holding hands. Yeah. And they're, like, crying because they know it's their last days, and this evil man is on the moon about to to detonate. Right. But then he, he hears... On the moon, he hears everyone singing. Singing along. He's got the whole world <laughs> in his hands. He's got. I love that part. God, it's such a good music. You have bed. to see it. Hats off, you guys. Destroy Doc. Also, just the fact that no one else was covering that whole thing <laughs> was so crazy. <laughs> And that's why I use music bed. <laughs> and the code is in the description of this video. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so. <laughs> so Hawaii's pretty crazy. Huh? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. How has it been being without a phone? Because. It was interesting for me. I had my phone the whole time, but 
just having a different rhythm and just something about Hawaii, like I I have no idea what's going on in the world right now. I didn't watch yeah. a single YouTube video. Normally I watch YouTube every single day. I didn't watch a single YouTube video. I wasn't on Twitter for the news. Yeah. I hardly scrolled Instagram. So like even though I was here with a phone, something about being here I still was like, I'm just gonna like look at the pictures we took from the day and yep. call it good <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i agree um the first day i woke up and i had my phone i didn't check it right away i don't mm. know why because that's usually nice. what i do yeah um the thing about hawaii i think is it's weird because uh you know especially if you don't have a phone you have no connection <laughs> you have no service <laughs> but you have a better connection Stick the landy, dude. Stick the landy. You got this. And that's what makes it Hawaii. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he doesn't stick it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my legs. Um, no, it's been good. I think, uh, I don't think I noticed all that much because like you said, we were doing so much. Like we we're on the beach yeah. Which is not a very good phone place. Right. Uh, we That's playing, a big... We were playing card games. Like, when you're at restaurants, you're trying to figure out if you want the the Spam Masubi or <laughs> the Poke Bowl Nachos. <laughs> or the, everything is so new and so different. And, um, I, you know, social media is basically all about pretending you're at Hawaii all the time. Mm. And so then when you're finally in Hawaii, it's like, well, I don't need to pretend anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm on the beach. I'm eating amazing wow, food. I'm with my family. I, it's like, yeah, it's all about pretending you're on island time when you're not on island time. And Dude. Then, yeah. That, I didn't even feel the need to post any stories or photos no. or anything because I was just like, man, you know, it's all about everyone just wants to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well just be here. Totally. I, I so rarely feel the need to post on Instagram anytime anymore just because like it's a garbage app and it sucks <laughs> yeah and I don't want that and like like you were just saying if you're just like having a good time and like enjoying life you just you don't even think to be like I should share this with people yeah like, I mean maybe you do for people you love but I don't know for me I just like it just disappears yeah it's like man I'm laughing hysterically boogie boarding with Shafe. like the last thing i'm gonna think is people should know i'm doing this right now exactly <laughs> i mean there were just these moments with my sisters with my brother-in-law eric there was a time where my brother-in-law eric and i were standing on the beach watching both my sisters snorkeling just watching yeah and i was just like there's nothing better there could i couldn't you know no one needs to know about this yeah it's just this is I, I'm just happy to be here. You know, I feel like that was the thing I felt while we were here over and over and over is I'm just happy to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, times getting to hang out, getting to know my brother-in-law better, times hanging with you, the time when we were boogie boarding and you said we were waiting for a wave and you go, where are you, Big Mamba? We've been waiting for you. You can't, so, you can't capture that moment. Yeah, that's true. Being in Hawaii with your friends, priceless. I, yeah. I think the best thing to do that I've started doing, I did on our New York trip and I did on this trip, is just writing a list of memories or and just things that trigger those memories. Because there's so many things like that that happen that are so special and you don't want to forget. So if you just have this list of like 
just brief memories that trigger the deeper memory for yeah. you it's so nice to have that i'd take that over a whole I bunch agree. of photos and videos anyway yeah i mean you had your phone you said you didn't even like really feel like you noticed like is it gonna yeah. feel like you're going back into the thick of it now yeah it's it's really hard for me to tag down um what's hawaii specifically what's a cause of the ocean because obviously when you're at the ocean you're having your phone on you just doesn't make sense like (laughs) you want to be able to get sandy and get wet at any moment it's going to overheat in the sun like so it doesn't make sense but I, i don't know there's just something special about hawaii and i've been here enough times that i think i can like verify that feeling that it it just is special and it makes you kind of look at your life a little differently or or live a little differently yeah um but yeah i i've got a feeling when i get back home it's just gonna be the exact same routine i was (laughs) before this trip you know hopefully a little less but i also live alone so you know it's a very it's very tempting because it helps you feel more connected to people. Whereas this trip, when we're in a house full of six people, I'd never feel the need to like get human connection through my phone. Very true. Because it's there yeah, in real life true. all the time. Very, very true. And you know, I think it's worth saying too, because I know, I know not everyone has an opportunity like this to go on a Hawaiian beach vacation. Yeah. So I think it's worth mentioning, I think, what made it so good was all the moments I got to spend with the most important people in my life, like literally the most important people in my life outside of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hawaii was a really good funnel. It really yeah. helped me focus on what matters the most. You know, the beach is really cool. The hikes are amazing. The ocean's super cool. But when you look up, if you're doing all that stuff alone, yeah, it's just great. It's point. just stuff. It's yeah. just more stuff. But Hawaii just funnels you into each other. It's yeah. like you all become. You're you're doing all. You know, I mean, like you, there's nothing else to focus on other than how awesome everything is and how much you like each other. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. It's it's not just Hawaii that creates it. It's yeah, a funnel's a great analogy because it just has it has so many activities that just promote human connection exactly like it, yeah. it all just comes down to the human connection because yeah if, if i lived here alone i wouldn't just go like boogie board by myself maybe yeah. i would once or twice but yeah then i'd be like well that's not that fun alone well people <laughs> always talk about when they go to a place like this like sort of like bringing the island mindset back with them or whatever that mm. and i think that's what it is i yeah. think i think you're able to tap into this this world where you realize what's important to you and what's not yeah act on it and hawaii sort of helps reset you i think but i don't think it's outside the reach of i think i can be as happy at home as i can be here but i think it is gonna hinge so much more on me separating what's important and what's not and hierarchically acting according to that list of yeah you know yeah totally because like i mean like you were saying the, the idea of bringing that mindset like kind of bringing it back to what you said at the very beginning that the touristy side of what you see in hawaii versus just the actual locals and people that live here my favorite thing ever is when the weekend comes 
and you see the beaches that aren't the touristy beaches. It's just nothing but people who live here and bring this big old four stake tent. They set up their tent, they have a cooler, they have, and like that's just what they do on the weekend is just like the family sits in a tent on the beach and that's all you do. Like, yep. yeah. I don't know. It's beautiful. You can just see it. I mean, the, the fabric of this place is it feels like it's just community and family that's like what it's all about yeah and that's probably a little bit why the resorts don't feel nearly as magical is because they're not really yeah they're not really oriented so much towards community and family to an extent they are um but man yeah there's something special about just being being with your people looking out on the ocean thing and we are so small and <laughs> we are gonna die <laughs> <laughs> no kidding man a magical, magical place. Yeah. Sitting on that YouTube comment beach with PixMix 4, <laughs> letting everything echo back to you. <laughs> Does Did PixMix post anything on his YouTube? or is he... I didn't look. I don't think yeah, so, Yeah, I'd be though. curious to see. Yeah. I, uh, I remember hearing... I mean, this is... This kind of isn't really related at all to PixMix, but I, I think I was listening to an interview with Bo Burnham... And, you know, a lot of Bo Burnham's thing is he he doesn't like the fact that we all have access to audiences. He thinks it's a very, like, damaging thing, you yeah, know, because right. he got an audience very young and he's always reckoning with what it's done to him having an audience. But he was talking about just how fascinated he is by people that are just endlessly searching for that audience like he'll just love watching channels of people who get five, seven views, but post over and over and over. And I don't know what the point of bringing that up was other than I, I just find it fascinating. I don't yeah. know that I have anything like, it's not like I have anything good or bad to say about it, but I, I do find it fascinating. And I totally understand his fascination of like looking into the, like what's, why are you doing that you know it's the same fascination as looking at a cave painting on a wall yeah. from way back in yeah. the day you're just like what what was going on you know it's like you you don't know everything and that's why it's so cool you yeah. don't have the answer to who yeah. they were what they did what they loved what they hated and yeah yeah well that's a great analogy I, do, I mean that's a part of just art in general that i feel like i would like to tap more into is a little that's why abstract art is so interesting oh, yeah whoa. to me anyway it's just like that someone was possessed to do this yeah and i'll never know why yeah and the vast 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 majority of abstract artists will never make a cent from it yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yet it continues to exist because I'm sure they just feel like they have to. Because it has to. Yeah. 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 And I want to be able to tap into that more often, just being willing to make something because I have to, not because it has to be good, mm. not because I have yeah. to get views. Yeah. Just because I'm a human on the planet and I get a chance to, so I might as well. Mm -hmm. And it feels good. And it makes me feel like I'm not crazy sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it makes me feel like I'm super crazy. Like when I was talking to our rental car for a week straight. 
Oh Shout out to Linda, God. the rental car, my Linda sweet the beloved. rental car. That's my <laughs> new girlfriend, but we had to break up just a little bit ago. <laughs> That's true. Schaefer was inseparable from this this rental car. Wouldn't let anyone else drive it. <laughs> we had a connection. <laughs> he did a couple burnouts in the rain. I did two burnouts. He I almost did hit one a twelve-year-old. I almost hit a twelve-year-old. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's my rental car, dude. I literally, I we, my little sister's staying out here for this internship. We had to say goodbye to her, and I was really sad. But when I dropped Linda off, <laughs> nothing I will cried. compare to that goodbye. <laughs> Man, we were also talking about. Um, so I'm making a video about vintage lenses, essentially vintage lenses, but also just why nostalgia tech feels so good right now I, I don't know the the video concept is still in the works but since Schaefer's phone was broken and his van is also broken again um, yep. he needed to call the shop and was trying to find a payphone to call his van shop on just for the experience yep. of using a payphone because there's something so special about that um but i guess where i was going with that is we we're having all this conversation about like what makes a vintage lens feel so good compared to a new lens and there's a lot to it that hopefully i'll break down in my upcoming video but one of the things is just simplicity and practicality and this rental car linda was such a perfect example of why simplicity and practicality is extremely undervalued so i'm curious if you think linda was simple and practical or absolutely not, not. <laughs> linda was a disaster you gotta be vehicle. careful i'm sitting right here <laughs> we was... just broke up <laughs> linda was like Linda was like the rain. Linda was like... Linda was like a sunset. Linda was like an 85-year-old an woman trying to be hip with the kids and, and use TikTok when she had no business using TikTok. The reason I say this is we basically spent the first three days trying to connect anyone's phone to Linda so that we could play music <laughs> just through Bluetooth. And Linda. I I cannot I cannot over exaggerate how complicated and convoluted it was to the point where we had to open the owner's manual, find out that the only option was a voice command voice command secret code imagine the most complicated <laughs> menu you've ever ever seen and then make it so you can't it see it you can only have it read to you and not only that but there's eight options in every list of the menu and she reads every single option before you can respond with which one you want and so you have to remember which one you want while she continues the list so bluetooth phone connection is 27 options into this multi-tiered list vocal only list so the point is 
how beautiful would it be to have an older car? <laughs> and I'm not even talking that old. I'm talking six years ago when you just <laughs> yeah. push a Bluetooth button and it connects your phone to it. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why I like that car because it was the worst car <laughs> ever. The Bluetooth connection thing was horrible. Like everything was in a weird spot. The doors you had to open with buttons you couldn't just pull them open maybe the lesson there is you can love anything that's true ha wow coming from the guy who hates everything (laughs) all the time it was pretty beautiful how much you loved linda despite all of her massive flaws dude i like character (laughs) she had so much character she did have character forever i'll give you that because that was the other um plus of old things old technology like the reason you want to use a payphone is just for character and the experience and this rental car linda definitely had character and experience it was an experience she was beautiful (laughs) she was everything now she's gone i don't know how i'm gonna get over this yeah i have i have so many breakups to get over all at the same time (laughs) seriously at least you'll be reunited with your broken van when you get home. Yeah. Oh, van update. Oh, we yeah. We need a freaking song for van update at this <laughs> yeah, point. It's too. a full-on thing. It's the it's the only consistent thing this podcast has is Schaefer's van Dude, updates. Dude, I was so convinced it was going to be all right when I got everything in the entire car replaced. But it started leaking coolant everywhere. So I was like, this will work perfectly. I'll drop it off while we're in Hawaii. When I land, it'll be fixed. Yeah. That was pretty much how it went down. They fixed all the leaks and everything, but the shop, I'm not going to name them at this point. They, I, it would just be so mean to say who these people are, but they drove a forklift into it and they ripped this rear view mirror off and you can't just buy them. They're rare. And so he was on the phone. He's like, like, he was like, yeah, dude, it's like really messed up. Like oh. really messed up. He's like, really? he's like, he's like, I'm going to make it right, but I don't know when and I don't oh know how. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. So. Wow. I didn't realize it was that bad. That's Yeah. He was like, he's like, yeah, man, the mirror, the housing, the whole thing. It's bad. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he was straight up with you. Like, yeah, that no, I mean, says that, a lot that, that's, sure. It's good, but. So, yeah, the van updates continue into the future, into the foreseeable future. I wonder if any of this is going to be listenable. I was going to say, There's I so don't much know. But, I mean, you know, I don't I don't know what I mean. <laughs> this one's for the real ones only. Yeah, seriously, if, you, if you've stuck around to this point, you're definitely a real one. Because I'm certain this audio has not been good. Because it is real windy. I'm really sorry. Yeah. But man, do I appreciate you if you're still here. At this point, I don't know if the part of last week's episode got cut or not, where we talked about verifying your Instagram by eating a bagel by a river. <laughs> but if that's stuck in, you can bypass the bagel. You're verified because you got to this point in yeah. the windiest episode. You're FWB verified. Yeah. Um, send us a postal postcard for your verification check. Yep, just send it to Hawaii. Yeah, they'll know what to do. put big in big stupid letters with like the E's all backwards, even though there's no E's in Hawaii, I don't think. Nope. (laughs) Dude, Hawaii is a visual palindrome. All the letters can be flipped back 
backwards and for H can go backwards and forward. Whoa. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I said this earlier in the trip, but did you know that Hawaii <laughs> is a palindrome? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Crazy. It is. <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> it's the same forward as it is backwards. It is. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's so, just one of those crazy coincidences. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue, too. It's so easy to say. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know, damn it, I'm mad is a palindrome? Yeah, that one's real. As long as you don't put in the... End? No ends. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I remember when um when Cars, the movie, the Disney movie came out, uh-huh. one of the ads on Disney Channel, they just they just were like, Did you know race cars and palindrome? <laughs> and I never forgot that. <laughs> wow, that's a good ad actually. That'll yeah. stick with you. Dude, it's been years. Yeah. It's been years. Wow, good job whoever made that. Yeah, there's a ad. YouTube they re uploaded it on YouTube and I commented on it. Once every three days, and I have been for 20 years. This is where I learned that race car is a palindrome. Very good fact. I like it a lot. Life is getting hard. I'm very sad, but race car is still a palindrome. Got my driver's license today. I named it race car. (laughs) I I named it palindrome because of this video. Jake, what what is your driver's license's name? My driver's license's name? Yeah, he said I got my driver's license today. I named it race car. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what is I, your actual I driver's license? I got my license? driver's license today, and I named my car Palindrome. I got my first car today. I named it Palindrome. There it is. Thanks, cars. You stuck the one. <laughs> Thanks, cars. You stuck the landing too in this episode. What is your actual driver's license's name? Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> we might have to beep that because people can look you up. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. Please don't steal my identity. My driver's Clarence license is name is definitely Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, look up Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, mine's name is... My driver's license's name is Fortitude. Fortitude. Wow. Dude, you know what's crazy? Leave your driver's licenses names in the comments. You know what's really wild? What? No one, no thing will ever be more stable and loyal and consistent in your life than your driver's license. My shadow. No. Okay. You don't have a shadow at nighttime. You got a driver's license at nighttime. Dude, you're right. <laughs> wow. You Love? No, no, I don't think so. Driver's license? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> That's a really good point, Jake. Thanks, Shafe. It's kind of beautiful. Unless you can't drive. In that case... Oh God! You, you just, you just you, you'll never find love or loyalty ever. Yeah, you need a driver's license to live, <laughs> to truly live. If you want to experience any level of stability and consistency in this world, that's pretty much like if you look at the divorce statistics. <laughs> yeah, it is completely parallel 
with whether or not you have a driver's license. That's true. Not many people know that. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that's the whole, like, correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation or whatever. That one, though, it is. It is. Directly if, correlated and caused by the If you the can't license. drive, divorce. Divorce. If you can drive, divorce. Right, because everyone gets divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got a flight to catch. You do have a flight to catch. So let us know what your your driver's license name is in the comments so we can all steal each other's identities. Yep. Uh, give your review of the Music Bed documentary, Destroy. Yep. Tell them we sent you. Yep. See, uh, let us know if you thought the ending was good or not. And tell us where you go to find island vibes that's not Hawaii. Yeah, because we go to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) No, we know you can't, but... (laughs) I didn't mean like that. I just want to know... Tell me what... What stupid place to pretend to do what we got to do this week. Lame place you think is almost as cool as Hawaii. (laughs) No, tell me what... I want to know some hidden gem landlocked spots that have mad island No, vibes. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because like, my island vibes are found in Gunnison, Colorado. Grand Junction. Sure. Grand Junction where the guy... <laughs> yes, thank you, Jake. Yeah, Grand Junction where the guy comes out and yells at you at one in the morning. Yeah. Which I guess happens to Jake all the time, so it's not that cool. <laughs> cool story, man. That happens to me all the time where I live. <laughs> You think that's so cool, don't you? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I didn't fully understand the story. But now that I understand that he said fuck you at the exact right millisecond for it to be funny, now I think it's a great story. Dude, they say timing is everything. That's the whole point of this whole thing. <laughs> All right, sorry. Jake is such an awesome city guy. And he has such cool experiences that I just... <sighs> that is not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you just said my you just think my story's not cool i get it yeah dude it's not cool and that's what's rough next week i'm going to tell another story from that same weekend and it's going to be actually a good story i promise <laughs> they've all been great stories i oh, loved man. them all i don't like the fact that i've opened the episode with two of the worst stories ever <laughs> At this point, the people who are here are here yeah, for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, yeah. Yeah. I got to do better. <laughs> do you want to end this on any stories? Come on. Give me a story. Just a quickie. I don't think... It, come on. Talk mine. Oh. Mr. Your story is what happens to me every day. <laughs> I got a story All for right, you. Yeah, hit me. Um, There's this time okay where i had i had to get a a job done when i was on vacation with a friend (laughs) this sounds a lot like a drug deal all all week i had all the time in the world to get this job done but there's just there's a lot going on there's a lot of people there's a lot of good times to be had there was boogie boarding there's snorkeling there was skate spots and next thing you know the guy that i had to do the business deal with had to catch a flight in one hour so 
So we said, let's do this thing. It's now or never. I set my suitcase on the ground. I sat in a grass field next to a parking garage at an airport under a tree. And the best part is, it was the first time I ever got a sunburn while doing my job. Wow. And you're not going to believe this. Uh-huh. I'm talking about recording this podcast. That's great. I was going to say, the wildest part about that story is I had the same thing. This is the dumbest podcast. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Also, that's not the first time you got a sunburn doing your job. Fundamentally speaking, that's that's like part of the job. It's very inaccurate. Um, well, in this episode, like we end all of our remote episode where we're, where we're somewhere actually around the world by t- by showing you a picture of our setup. Yeah, and also how we end every episode. We've been ending this episode. Is apologies. I'm apologies. so sorry I just made you sit through that stupid story uh, yep. and this stupid podcast. I'm sorry I opened us with a stupid story <laughs> for the stupid podcast. <laughs> but thanks for being here. Now we'll show you a picture of our setup and we'll see you next week. Probably from a couple of office chairs again. See you next week. Shout out to Tori, Bailey, Eric, Shelby, Jake. You guys and are Linda. my lifeblood. And Linda. <laughs> You're my heart. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Show the people what we're working with. All right. These are our tripods. <laughs> Camera bag on top of suitcase. We got this weird animal cage. <laughs> animal cage in the and background. there's been a bunch of uniforms walking back and forth then we got a uh, parking garage and we got a some dirt some grass this is what uh, we did